Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Sony Pictures continues its foray into the comic book character realm with Morbius, expanding the shared universe it has established with Venom and keeping fans' hopes alive for a crossover with the Web Slinger. I mean, they keep making movies featuring his enemies. Stands to reason that we'll eventually get there. And there was that teaser at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. The Michael Morbius character made his debut in 1971 in the pages of The Amazing Spider-Man number 101. Created by Roy Thomas and Gil Kane, he was one of the more macabre villains in Spidey's rogues gallery. Morbius was known as the Living Vampire. The movie follows the broad strokes of the comic's origin story. Brilliant biochemist Dr. Michael Morbius is seeking a cure for a rare degenerative blood disease from which he has suffered since childhood. He finally becomes convinced the solution can be found in an experimental cross-species treatment using vampire bats. Morbius is aided by his colleague, Dr. Martine Bancroft. He is successful, but the side effects of the treatment are horrific. Morbius takes on the characteristics of a vampire with heightened strength, speed, and senses, as well as a thirst for blood. He is able to satisfy this thirst using a blood substitute he created. However, this is temporary, as the substitute becomes less effective over time. Later, and without his knowledge, Morbius's childhood friend, Lucius, who suffers from the same rare condition, takes the experimental serum. Lucius is wealthy and has been funding Morbius's experiments. Unlike Morbius, Lucius embraces the side effects and embarks on a killing spree to slack his thirst. Morbius is faced with a dilemma. Can he overcome the deadly side effects of the treatment to himself and his friend? Or will Lucius kill him in order to remain a vampire and avoid the otherwise inevitable progression of their disease? Morbius observes the source material. In that way, it's a well-made comic book adaptation. Like Venom, all it's missing is Spider-Man. I'm not crazy about these movies that feature villains or transform them into anti-heroes for convenience sake, but I give credit to director Daniel Espinosa for following the source material. What Morbius has is a lot of action, but it doesn't have much substance. It looks good, and it kept me entertained. More about what I liked. The cast. Jarrett Leto is a fine actor. He is versatile and displays a great deal of depth with the various characters he plays. In many ways, he's wasted in this movie. Matt Smith plays Lucius, also known as Milo, in what is a private joke with Morbius. Smith is also an excellent performer who seems to have taken on this role for the paycheck, although he excels with the material given him. Rounding out the cast are Adria Arjona as Martine, Jared Harris, Tyrese Gibson, and Al Madrigal. I liked that comics creators Roy Thomas and Gil Kane got writing credits. Beyond that, I'm honestly groping for stuff. I like the effects, I like the music, I liked this movie, I really did. I just wish I could say it was a good movie. It just isn't. With a runtime of only one hour and 44 minutes, it didn't require a major investment of time, and it's almost ridiculously fast-paced. And there's some enjoyable post-credits scenes that tie the movie into the rest of the Sony Marvel pantheon. So we may yet see Spider-Man interact with the likes of the living vampire and Venom. But none of that makes up for the substance this movie lacks. Morbius isn't some highbrow movie that asks you to think, offers commentary, or makes a statement. The positive is, is it doesn't pretend to be that kind of movie. It isn't filet mignon, it is bubblegum, or possibly popcorn caramel popcorn. It requires no thought, 
and is easily dismissed immediately after you leave the theater. Morbius is rated PG-13 for violence. There isn't any sex or questionable language. Ultimately, you'll likely see as much violence as in a streaming movie or on cable television. Nevertheless, I'd hesitate to bring the kids. And it might be too scary for the younger ones. An enjoyable but insubstantial movie-going experience. One and a half stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.